Thoughts on Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at NotSoPeterPriesthood. And you can email us at NotSoPeterPriesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! <laughs> Can you say that, like, say that again? What's it called? Well, I'm looking it up. Just sing it. Bird. I, I mean, what do I even think of it? Okay, Bird. Google. Bird booty hole. Bird. <laughs> I don't know. It's what name? Bird booty hole called the cloaca. The cloaca. It's a digestive. Definitely not what it's, I got. It's an exit and entrance, because, like, wait. Just kidding. That's not what that means. What is happening? It means they poop and pee out of the same hole. Oh. That's also where they, wait, no. Is that where they lay the egg out of? I have no idea. (laughs) I had chickens as a kid, but I wasn't that invested. I listen to podcasts, okay? <laughs> I just uh, thought it was called a bum hole, but anyways. Because yeah, it's a different thing. Because you can, it's not, they don't have two separate things like we do. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone into some weird territory. Already, right off the bat. It's fine. Hi, and welcome <laughs> to Not So <laughs> <laughs> Just all I, all I said was I got eggs <laughs> delivered, and now I'm learning about the anatomy of chicken bums, so. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we should tell them. Yeah, you told them how, the, how we got there. <laughs> yeah. The really big eggs, so I think that's... That's what that's what I was getting at. Like it's uh, their poor cloaca. <laughs> you were like, oh, it was a really big head. I'm like, no, it's the. I'm, the, I'm thinking of the booty hole. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stretching. Oh <laughs> I don't know God. how big these birds are though. I'm just having flashbacks to childbirth now. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> my kids got big old heads on them, which does not make sense. I have a small head. Pat has a small head. But maybe the two combined creates because like it multiplies. Maybe I don't. But I was. It was not. It's not fun. I don't recommend it. (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna have that happen anytime soon. So. (laughs) (laughs) This has gone off the rails already. (laughs) Already. What happens start off the rails? That's <laughs> we gotta fight our way back. <laughs> that's, our, that's our new shtick. We can just go off the rails and see if we can ever find our way. 
god. Well, it's funny because I was thinking like oh. it was really funny, like, and I didn't even do this on purpose, but right before I logged on, I was like, it'd be really funny if I just asked Dusty a random question, and then that just <laughs> gave that to me, and I was like, here's my opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> and I took it. <laughs> wow. That wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how's oh, Pride Month going for you? I know how it's going for me. <laughs> yeah, yours is um not not great. No. 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 Um, no. I did oh, want to talk about that for just a second. Well, I don't know if it'll be a second if I get into it though. So maybe okay. this might be like a dual episode recording session. <laughs> trying to think okay so we're just gonna get into it okay the thing is (laughs) i can i can shorten it i mean it's pretty obvious a lot of people a lot of listeners might even be aware of what's going on but yeah i have been all up in the (laughs) social all up in that (laughs) social medias how do you say it all up in social medias Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh, is that gonna be? No, it can't be the no. episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> which which came that? first, the chicken or the egg? I don't. Know. I don't know. Ask the cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God! You know that would be kind of a cool name for like somebody in like a um fantasy book. <laughs> What? <laughs> Until you find out what it is. <laughs> That's amazing. I fully suggest somebody does it. <laughs> and then all the readers are like, wait, that sounds familiar. And then they Google it and they're like, oh. 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 It means chicken butthole. <laughs> <laughs> or as I call oh. it, chicken's booty hole. Booty hole. Chicken's booty, booty hole. hole. Oh my word. So the Soch has been wild here in Rexburg. So yeah. there was, I'm going to cut it down, condensed okay. version, as condensed as I can do it, which you know me. <laughs> Long story short, here's all the bonus features and backstory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give a, maybe we'll do a longer version later when it's after. After Rexburg Pride. Pride. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Let's see, where do I go? So it started, I think the thing that started it was this guy posted something about on I on a Facebook page called I Love, no, Life in Rexburg. That's Life in Rexburg, yeah. In Rexburg. That's what I remember. And he said something about um, we need to stand for against pride and bleh, and maybe do a protest against this. It shouldn't be happening. Anyway, and I responded to that. Protest a protest? Okay, cool. Yeah, so many people responded to it. And then it sparked a whole other different conversations. And it got so wild that uh, Life in Rexburg archived their page. So they're no longer around. You can still look at the comments. You can see, you know, the whole thing. Um, But then there's another page called I Hate Life in Rexburg. But it was so it gets construed as a page that is um, 
I hate like hating life in Rexburg. It was actually a page built for like to be the opposite of life in Rexburg, the Facebook page. Does that make sense? So they, I hate okay. that. Page. They don't. Uh, okay. Hating life in Rexburg. Anyway. Hating the the group. The group because they're okay. always they're all like pro Rexburg and then there's the people that are like Rexburg sucks and they're <laughs> the ones that are on I hate life in Rexburg. But there's definitely an overlap because basically the conversation that was in life in Rexburg migrated over to I hate life in Rexburg. And so uh, I got into several conversations with people um, about different things, obviously about pride. And then a lot of them, they, they're just like basically these, the, the very stereotypical type of person that you would think to be arguing about this type of stuff and be against it. There's Mormons and there's also... There's a little smattering of everybody, but like most of Mormons, and it's mostly these BYU students that are that think that they're holier than thou. There's also like a little bit of a Karen in there, like saying, "I ah, protect the children, protect the children." And now there's signs around town about that are um, say no to drag shows. And then uh, what else is there? I know I'm missing a lot of stuff. In the, in the midst of all of it, I created a another Facebook page for that's private for Rexburg LGBTQ plus individuals, and uh, it's called Queer Rexburg, which I thought was <laughs> clever. Queer, all one word, Queer Rexburg, and then um, and it's already like gotten a lot of traffic, you know, and it's it's vetted so. Uh, you and you have to answer questions to get in and um, uh, it's I'm trying to build that as kind of like a like a resource for people and like a safe space but um, with all your free time yeah <laughs> but I, I think it'll be you know it's it's just there for yeah uh, and as it gets bigger you can always make other people admin too so yeah I don't <laughs> really envision it getting that big but you know never know and uh what else was there there was there's so much more to it but it's been a lot oh there was another thing so this guy posted about the city council meeting um that happened and uh i watched the video of it and it was all these people um giving all the like begging the mayor and the city council to to stop the pride, like the pride from happening altogether because they were saying it was sexualizing children and you got to protect the children. And one woman was saying that Rexburg is a holy place and anyway, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I just, uh, who says it's a holy place? Like indigenous exactly. people who lived there before or just some people who followed some douche nozzle West? Just yeah. saying. Yeah. So um, and I looked it up because I actually didn't know, like, what I was like, how did Rexburg get founded anyway? It was, it is a Mormon community, but, um, and it was William Ricks. William? Anyway, his last name is Ricks. That's why it was Ricks College, Rick right? College. And then, yeah. Um, he was a settler and then, like, they came from Utah and then came up. He was one of the ones that uh, expanded from right. Utah up to Idaho. So, 
that's where uh, I don't know. That's where it comes from. So of course they think that it's all directed by God, and it's um, the audacity of gay people to actually come here and live amongst them. Right, because like that's what gay people thought. They were like, mm, "Let's go fuck with the Mormons and live in Rexburg." Yeah. yeah. As if they weren't just like you know born there. Yeah, and one of them, and I was like, it's not that easy to just pick up and move either. And then um, for a lot of people, and what was it? Somebody said, if you don't like it, just leave. You know that whole thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, exactly. If you don't like well, it, just leave. That too. <laughs> like, if you don't like it, you can leave too. That goes for you as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you really don't like the way the the city is going, then you can also fucking leave. So. Anyway, it's been drama, and I'm a little bit nervous, but also excited for Pride, because I think this is going to be the, this is their second one. They had a small one last year, and this is going to be like a bigger one, because they're actually going to have vendors. Last year, it was just like a few performers, and then like a little walk around. This year, they're going to actually have a band, and they're going to have a drag queen there. That's the big to-do about it, is there's going to be... Because um, there's going to be somebody in drag, drag there. there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. It's going to be, it'll be interesting. I will report yes. how that went. Return and report to us how it <laughs> Return goes. Return report, yes. <laughs> I will go down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got to bring that up. So, <laughs> also friends, besties, I had to endure a very Mormon family reunion last week. There was arts and crafts on the agenda. Was, a, was some good old pioneer dancing, and I called it a hoedown. But and it, I said, "Who fell?" <laughs> me. I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Hope is down. Hope is down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect Rexburg to just suddenly be like, oh, yeah, gay people, rainbows everywhere. You know, like. <laughs> people exist. What? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, There's not much happening here, unfortunately. Um, our Pride Committee kind of fell apart, so. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's too late in the year for me to volunteer, so catch you next June, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've got a dog trying to be all up in my face. Um, he just loves you so much. He just wants you to hold him all the time. <laughs> well, so I have a something on a little bit of lighter note, actually. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> to bullshit in Rexburg to something that's a little more a little happier I guess um, okay. although I have opinions oh <laughs> so just uh, like every chicken has <laughs> everyone's got an opinion <laughs> yeah. I am like a quarter of the way through this beer that I'm drinking and I don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> it has been a week and it's only Thursday. Is it Thursday? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, oh. I've been like 
I'm surprised that I'm even like, well, maybe am I functioning right now? Like, I don't like maybe the whole cloaca talk is like, that's how my week's been. So there you go. <laughs> and uh, I'm just yeah. going to tell listeners in the show notes to not play a drinking game every time I say cloaca. Because <laughs> it's going to be said every Every it's opportunity. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna get said in multiple episodes now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Came here for the ECMO talk, and you leave with lots of cloaca talk. So I don't know what to. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> so good. <sighs> oh. Okay. So you have a, right. you have opinions. Okay. Well. Okay. Lock in, kids. Ow. Sorry, my dog just tried to eat me um such a masculine ow too (laughs) (laughs) hey now we don't (laughs) it just caught me off guard i was like what is happening what was i supposed to say ow (laughs) ow don't hurt me (laughs) go to the couch if you want or manly men don't say ow that's what it is i don't know it just caught me off guard All right, so um, wonderful news. I don't know if you know who Charlie Bird is. Do you know? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So he was a former. Um, he was at BYU, and he, he was, was the Cosmo, Cosmo the Cougar or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was amazing at it. He's also been a very uh, outspoken. Uh, so he's his whole thing has been to keep the faith. And be gay, you know, and be gay. So, right. Right. He's he's trying to push it so that, and I he's become a face for that, and I don't. Mm-hmm. That's um, which is fine. I mean, it, and he's he's helped other people. He's inspired a lot of people, and I think he's actually helped change a lot of opinions in that aspect. Um, but he just recently got engaged. I saw the video. So sweet. Oh, I didn't even see the video. Oh, uh, so sweet. Well, and see, the picture that they took is very far away, So if he, and his fiance is has really long hair, so if you didn't know, <laughs> like, a lot of people have been like, oh, he married a, guy, a woman, and I'm like, huh? No, it's very definitely a man, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Like, they're a beautiful couple. Yeah, they're cute. I mean, fuck them, but I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I'm happy for them. <laughs> That's not I'm not good. jealous. I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm like 20% jealous. It's fine. Maybe 40%. Maybe 70. It's fine. 70% it's jealous. A day. I'm so day happy for them. them. Yeah, very happy for them. <sighs> anyway, so I, <laughs> I am going to read an article from Desert News that he wrote about, um, and it's called We Must Find Uncommon Common Ground. Okay. Um, all right. So when, when as, did he write this? Sorry. This was actually June 5th of this year. So of this year? Yeah. So like, it was like, just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. By the time listeners hear this, it'll be the future. But the past, but the future. Anyway, I'm just so confused. <laughs> they'll be like but that was like three weeks ago stop it <laughs> anyway um okay i gotta think of, 
All right. So he starts as an undergrad at Brigham Young University. I was part of a working group with Monumental Task to identify ways to improve the campus environment for LGBTQ plus students within the existing policies and expectations of a religious university. The group consisted of both students and university administrators, and we all had different orientations, identities, priorities, and experiences. Disagreements were frequent and movement was slow. But I came to view it as one of the most important things I had ever done. My time on the working group taught me the valuable skill of building relationships across a polarized social divide. It taught me the inherent value of collaboration and find, <clears throat> excuse me, finding common ground. Sorry, my phone just did something weird. Um, in the years since I've observed American politics often pattern after those same complex issues. Conversations surrounding LGBTQ plus civil rights and religious freedom have recently been at the forefront. Last December, Congress passed the Respect for Marriage Act, which codified codified the legal right to same-sex same marriage and provided protections for religious organizations. Not to get political, but I didn't find that as like a, the win that everybody was saying it was, because you look deeper into it and it feels like just a band-aid. Yeah, it is, because you can still claim religious freedoms and not allow same-sex marriage. That and, what was it, if it gets, well, I can't remember what it was, but I think if it ever gets overturned, the power goes directly to the states. So it's it's literally just like, it's a very fragile yeah. little, like, band-aid. It's like a Spider-Man band-aid on, like, some major wounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will take whatever win we can, but, like, especially with what's been going on. But at the same time, it's like, eh, almost not quite. And I get that it was like a, there was, um, it's kind of, it was, what am I trying to say? It was a, oh my God, what is the word? It was a compromise, but it yeah. was, um, I think that it should have been, they should have fought for better, but yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, and he, he goes on. Uh, so this was rightly heralded as a landmark stride in bipartisan legislation, and I was pleased to see my church actively support this legislation. But it was for – this is another aside, and we've talked about this before. Have we talked about this? Yeah, in I think we've talked podcast? about this on the podcast. I know we've talked about it just like – You and I, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to remember what conversations were podcast or when do we record and when are we just chatting? <laughs> we're just gonna um, have to start our own reality TV and always record. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have like two thousand episodes of just <laughs> <laughs> totally normal and probably very healthy. Yes. <laughs> um, but the that legislation that they backed was it was all just a they of course they were gonna be in on you know be supported yeah, because yeah. it meant money for them yeah and it was a good pr move big a pr move yeah yeah they didn't really they knew that they wouldn't have it wouldn't affect them and also the religious protections that it gave yeah exactly yeah. that's what they were more interested in was the religious protections rather than upholding marriage but they spun it to make it seem like they were like progressive yeah 
let's see. But he says, but legislation alone won't solve the political polarization and hostility that too often exists among us. In fact, during the same month, the Williams Institute at UCLA found that LGBT people are nine times more likely to be victims of a violent hate crime compared to heterosexual peers. The civility gap between religious communities and LGBTQ plus people in America is becoming an unfortunate chasm. Did I say that right? Why does that sound yeah. weird? No, it's kind of <laughs> Okay. <laughs> chasm, but it's chasm. chasm. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, watching friends become enemies and families drift apart shouldn't be the norm. Uh, he says we must find more common ground. Uh, I don't see, and this is where, okay. I, my, mm, I understand where he's coming from. Like there should be common ground and, but there also needs to be a point where it's like enough is enough you know like i i don't understand why we can't find common ground on people just having rights yeah like that doesn't make sense to me like why does that have to be common ground on their terms yeah yeah and on our like on the lgbtq plus side like they can people always say like oh they just want privileges and like no they just want equal rights yeah just to be able to exist Safely. That's not asking for much, really. Yeah. Exist safely and not have the government constantly and people constantly questioning my rights and questioning my uh, value as a human. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then not seeing the, the damage of all the legislation is happening and what it's opening up a platform for people to continue to harm and to uh, cause violence on people and uh, black trans women are constant are murdered and disappear all the time. And uh, that doesn't get near the coverage it should. Um, there's trans kids are more likely to commit suicide, more likely to uh, be bullied and, um, especially now, like it just, uh, and even like, I was also reading a thing where um, it said that what they're, the way they're talking about trans people now is the same way they talked about gay people back in like the seventies and eighties, you know, so it's it's the same verbiage that they use. They've just replaced, you know, the word homosexual with transgender. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, I was thinking, this was just right, just a little bit before we started recording. Um, there was a guy, I keep in a lot of the conversations on Facebook, which I really shouldn't. I just, I don't know. It's like, you know, you pick at a wound, you know? It's like one of those yeah. things, you just, like, it's there. You can't there, leave it alone. You can't yeah. leave it alone. Because yeah. it means a lot to me, you know? And it's, um, and coming from i it's the thing is i've seen life as a an open gay man and i've seen what a city like san diego or denver and it's like you can be you know open and proud of it and it's you know it's not the you don't get shunned you don't get treated like shit for just second existing Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then to be back here and to see like 
oh, this still exists. <laughs> it's just very like, yeah, it's a mind fuck, you know. And I oh um, for sure. So I'm try. It's, but I think it makes me more, um, even more passionate about it because I just I'm like I know what it can be like. Yeah, and you I, know that that this, this doesn't have to be this way. Yeah, and I I see like I think of uh, baby Jake who was in BYU Idaho and closeted and depressed and didn't have even the verbiage to say I'm gay or to, and knowing inside of me that I was, I'm gay, but like having this inner turmoil of like, but I, and also feeling very invisible because of that, like, because nobody knew my struggle, nobody knew what was going on. And so it was a very internal struggle. And to know that I would have loved to have seen, pride at par- at the park i don't know if i would have gone but it would have been cool to be like just knowing that it was there out there that it's like it's normal yeah. that it's a little like there's people that are actually i could get there it makes it possible that i could eventually someday be there you know and be fine be with them and to yeah. have people fighting for me you know so anyway that was a tangent that i um let's derail again and then go back. Um, <laughs> it's what we do. It's our brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, okay, so we were talking about common ground, and I, I think there was a more. There was another point to that. Oh, the grooming. That was okay. So the reason why I went on that is because just right before this, uh, this guy was. I kept getting on Facebook and I would see like, and you see it everywhere, like that they're saying, talking about grooming. And I was like, they keep saying this word, you know, and I'm just like, and we, I say it too, but like, but what do they actually mean by it? You know? And so I was like looking it up and I was, I was like, it's actually like, they're using it completely wrong. Like it's Mm -hmm. not, they're saying like, just by the act of a child seeing a drag queen perform that they're being groomed. Or this mm-hmm. being yeah. the act of them being in exposed to uh, pride is mm-hmm. grooming. And that's not what it is. No. Sexual grooming occurs when they, the predator will create a bond and a connection with the child and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and push boundaries very slowly to make them yeah. comfortable with it. That's grooming. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't, you're not going to, um, you catch more. What was it? Catch more bees with honey than no? Is Vinegar. that right? Yeah. Vinegar. Yeah. And uh, it's it's and like like a moth to the flame too. You know, like those kind of like that whole idea of like you're not mm-hmm. gonna just like a child like you want to win their trust. So mm-hmm. like a drag queen doesn't have the time to build a connection with a child. No. <laughs> you know? You know, and they're paid for a specific amount of time to do a specific yeah. job. It's not like they're out there like, oh, it just it drives me absolutely crazy. Them, drives me crazy. Like the they don't have any control of a child coming to their show. Like yeah, somebody gives a child of the show. It's up to the person, the um, venues, to like mm-hmm. say, oh, child cannot be here or child can be here. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even their fault that they're. The, obviously the easy target because they're the entertainer they're who people see exactly, exactly and also they they usually dress very like it's a very it's a they're the peacock you know like it's just like yeah it's like <laughs> going to a concert and 
being concerned that the lead singer is going to groom your children. Like, yeah. it's the same bullshit. Like, the lead singers, they're doing a job. Yeah. They're not, they're not on the, pr- I mean, okay, maybe bad example, because I know there is some, like, bands that, like, after parties get, uh, may, oh, yeah. may not have been involved in some of those. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But, but you know what they, I mean? They, they... Like, it's going to a piano concert, and the pianist <laughs> is there to do a job and play the piano and entertain and then leaves. They're not there to, like, scope out young children like i this is what i don't understand people get so up in arms and i'm like but you take your children to museums you take your children to plays you take your children to ballet it is a form of art it is a form of entertainment you just put this negative connotation on it because you're afraid of it because it's a dude in a dress yeah and that makes you uncomfortable that's on you that's not on the the entertainer exactly also like Rexburg Pride is happening at a park, obviously, and there's it's literally scheduled for five hours, five hours of a Saturday. Does it like the kids can be there in the morning? Let the and then the community knows that it's happening. If you don't want your kids there, don't take, take them to the park that day. Take them to a Simple. different park. There yeah. are other parks. Just give us those five hours. That's all we ask. Anyway. <sighs> Anyway, that's yeah, like the- I know this woman who specifically came to the library to sit and watch to see who was going to reading with royalty, and I was like, and then had a and then had to like message people and be like, why were you there? Why were you there, bitch? Like, if you don't want to see drag queens, don't come to reading with royalty. Like, yeah, this makes no sense to me. Dumb. <sighs> All right, so um, that was a that's not <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right, no, you're good. I. I have a lot of, like I said, I have a lot of opinions and feelings right now, so. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Jake's therapy hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, discussions about LGBTQ plus rights and religious freedom are often framed as us versus them, as if religious people and LGBTQ plus people are two entirely separate groups. However, research- researchers have found that nearly half of all LGBT adults in the United States identify as religious. Which is interesting to me. Um, and mm-hmm. actually, I'm uh, hoping to get them on to the show soon, but um, my friend Jen just did their dissertation on the intersectionality of atheism and uh, LGBTQ plus individuals. And if there's, and also they studied how um, atheism is received versus, like, in the, in the general public versus LGBTQ plus. And I'm not going to spoil any of the findings because we're going to have a anyway. That's a little sneak peek, <laughs> but that just made it. me think of it because yeah. um, I would have thought that most LGBTQ plus people were atheist because there's there's so much harm done by religious um, entities on LGBTQ plus individuals. So, um, but. It might just be because we're coming from like a Mormon background and it's mm-hmm. there are churches out there that are very like LGBTQ yeah. like the, friendly uh, and have like pastors that are part of the community. So we oh, might yeah. be just more like, uh, yeah, like confirmation yeah. bias, right? Yeah. Uh, he says, I know many LGBTQ LGBTQ plus, oh, that's such a mouthful, individuals 
including married gay couples who value spirituality and wish to worship Christ among fellow believers. I'm one of them. I recently announced my own engagement, and I have a personal goal to keep attending church. I can't imagine a life without practicing my faith, and I'm not alone. Okay, so if the LDS church has any integrity whatsoever based on their own rules, he will be excommunicated for participating in a same-sex marriage and relationship. Exactly. And that's my, um, that's, that's where I have a hard time. I am very excited for them and very happy that they are doing that and that they, that they intend to keep their spirituality and their faith within their marriage, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, you know, regardless of my opinion, like, it's not my place to like judge them and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it works for them, it works for them. The thing is, they're such in the public eye with this, especially with the, you know, because he is, both of them are like big faces for. Yeah. Oh yeah. For the gay. Like I knew who they were. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of talk on, on the social. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite um, word now. <laughs> that, uh, this is a it's going to be a change game changer for the church because yeah. they either need, if they don't have to communicate him then they're sending the message that it's okay mm-hmm. and then they'd have to change their policies yeah but if they excommunicate them then they're they're going with their policy and then they're going to have uproar from the lgbtq plus community because and especially those with the faith are going to be very mad about it um it's it'll be an interesting thing to watch. I don't I feel bad for that they have to do this in public and that they have to yeah. you know that they, it's going to be a it can't be a you know just a a marriage, you know, it has to there's going to be politics and religion involved with whatever happens with their marriage right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. Which is too bad. Like you just want people to be able to have their private lives, but also I mean they've put themselves in that spotlight by being a face of it. They've, They've kind of, so. yeah, they've been in the spotlight for so long. Maybe they, and maybe they're okay with it. You know, yeah, there's maybe. people that in, are okay and with being in that position. So more power to them. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. very interested to see in how it's all going to play out for sure. Because yeah, either the church has no integrity or they have to publicly excommunicate very public figures. Mm-hmm. But I also but, got on my algorithm i don't know why some guy was talking about charlie bird and going off about how if you've ever read his books or thinking about reading his books do not because it's going it's it's going to lead you into what he's going against the church and i was like you need to sit down sir like he was angry and i was like why is this even on my feet (laughs) like calm down uh, have some water yeah (laughs) This is a Wendy's. Um, I <laughs> I don't know. See, and I've always been of the mind that, like, and it's just because of my own personal, like, decision to leave the church, is that I just, I do have kind of a little bit of a, like, you should probably not be in there. You should probably just yeah. not. You know, and I think yeah. it's, it's kind of my protectiveness of, like, I'm just like, I know what I went through, yeah. and I don't want other people to have to go through that. And so Absolutely. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm like, you know, you don't have to do that. You could find your own 
Like it's it's different paths. <laughs> you can still find spirituality without people like demonizing you and burning your books and excommunicating you potentially. Yeah. And I was gonna say what my prediction would be. So like I think of Natasha Helford and how yeah. she was very publicly excommunicated, mm-hmm. but they pushed that down to the stake president level. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what they're going to end up doing with Charlie is they're just going to be like, mm, we're going to just make the stake president be the the one that. Well, it's always the stake president, isn't it? Because even John DeLynn was excommunicated by his stake president. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think it's always the stake president. It's in the stake president's hands. Oh. Like it goes from the bishop to the stake president. Oh, okay. I, well, I look think. at me not knowing my doctrine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like you went through it, so. Yeah. Thank I don't know. I would, they tried uh, to make me, and I was like, bye. You I can't fire me, I quit. I, they thought I was a member forever. Like, they thought I was just inactive forever. And then and I just went on, went into the military and then just never went back. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so they lost track of me. And then, <laughs> and then I, I feel was like, like I'm coming just... <laughs> up on an anniversary of leaving. Or was that in, like, September? I don't even know. No, I think I got my about this time because um, it was right after uh, uh, September-ish. Was yeah, like I think it was September. Late fall, late yeah. early fall. I mean, because it was it the was... back to school BYU talk, wasn't it? That like <laughs> I called you crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Again, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, um. All right, so he says, the Respect for Marriage Act and the First Amendment ensure that gay rights to marry and worship are both protected by law, but it does not protect individuals from ill-informed judgments or social rejection. When religious and LGBTQ plus communities hurl verbal assaults, which sounds familiar, mm-hmm. uh, too many are caught in the crosshairs. As a society, it's time, it's time for change. I want to be very clear. I'm not advocating for structural or doctrinal changes, nor seeking for anyone to criticize or condemn my faith or anyone else's. I love, honor, and respect my faith tradition. I also acknowledge that many LGBTQ plus people feel mar- marginalized and no longer wish to associate with religion. I honor their agency, and I don't want to be considered a standard for anyone else. But even though we may not all see eye to eye, we can interact with others in a better way. Which I think is like actually very commendable because I I think yeah. there is and I I tend to wonder if it's maybe like just like trauma informed of like you're just there's so much hurt with religion especially with Mormon religion versus and against LGBTQ plus people so it's it's easy to lash out and I'm I'm guilty of it you know I'm guilty oh, of sure. pointing my yeah. finger and I've I think I've gotten better at like just being calm and like just like laying it out for them and just being like you know this is like and it's up to you to take it how you want to but I sometimes get riled up (laughs) oh yeah we all do like I'm pretty even keeled about it and then something will happen and I'm just like enraged Mm -hmm. which is probably not the right way to go about it but I like I I can't help it because it brings up something personally in me that I just yeah. yeah, I can't do it. Although I'm pretty proud of myself because there's been okay. So this is another thing that's been going on. Is this and I hate to even give her attention, but April Despain, she's this mm-hmm. woman on Twitter that um, she and her husband posted a 
flag of the family proclamation in Murray, Utah, of all places, acting like there's some big martyrs for whatever. And I'm like, you realize you're the majority there? Yeah, like, calm down, honey. Yeah, yeah. and then she's been, like, acting like she's a victim because people have been calling her out on, on it. And it's like, um, you're not. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's that whole thing of, like, we made ourselves a public public space, public mm-hmm. property, and we now we're mad about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you and- knew what, what this was going to cause. This was going to cause people to look at it and make comments. So why are you mad that people are looking at it and making comments? And, like, exactly. photoshopping it to the upside, pine- upside down pineapple and saying you're swingers. That's like the best one. <laughs> I know. I would laugh so hard when I saw that. I was like, oh, my uh... God. Like, I don't appreciate the people that are, like, mocking, like, her, how she looks physically. Right. That's over the line. Like, that, yeah, that's not cool. That is being victimized because she, we shouldn't mock anybody's, appearance but the whole the whole parade of it all and the whole showcase of it of like oh we're just like you we can put our beliefs out like fuck off that's what you wanted you wanted to make people mad she calls lgbtq plus a religion she says the lgbtq plus religion oh my god yeah she's no no she's vile and um my god i fed into it at first because i you know and it was very easy to but of course, because it's realized, easy to, yeah, they put themselves out there. Yeah. Then I realized what I was what was going on. I was like, wait a second. This is all just an intention grab. She's distracting us from what we, like, our yeah. whole purpose. Yeah. And she's trying to take our month away from us by making it in, about her. And yeah. I refused to let that happen. So mm-hmm. I kept telling people, stop. You know, and not, not saying that I was the one that, you know, I, I think by posting that, you know, when people comment on it, and I wouldn't, it wouldn't go under her algorithm, it would go under theirs. Like, I would be like, eh, this is an intention grab. Let's not give it more attention than it needs to. Yeah. And I've looked at, like, I'll look at her page every once in a while. And the last time I checked, it's, like, dead now. And you can tell that she she keeps reposting the pic- picture again and, like, different things because she's trying to rile people She wants, yeah, she's trying, yeah, it was all, she's it done, was like, very intentionally done. Too. She's done, like, all these interviews, she had the cops, anyway, so, in, that's enough. In Murray, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ooh. I'd be like, I don't know, <laughs> like, me putting him, like, I love Alberta B flag on my front lawn, like, yeah, no shit, yeah. Sherlock. <laughs> like, yeah, or it's like me putting up, I, I don't know. A potato sack in Idaho. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, I love potatoes. You know, like. Idahoan yeah, instant know? potatoes. Yeah. Like, if I think about it, I can still taste how they taste if my mom didn't mix them all the way. That like mm-hmm. dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have not eaten <laughs> instant potatoes since I moved out of my parents' house. <laughs> oh. That's funny. I've, um, I see in my, remember my mom getting instant potatoes one time and, and I was like, what is wrong? Like, cause she never does that. Yeah. Anyway, that's like a sin cause she's from Idaho. Like she's born and raised here. <laughs> Can't eat instant potatoes. Yeah. You remember the potato pearls that you would get from like the oh, yeah. warehouse? Yeah, the 
like you, is it you soak them and then they yeah use... they like puff up oh my god or something like that, is that I, don't, I don't think it was real food i think it was just like <laughs> styrofoam that was flavored i don't know i want to hear since we're on that uh you want to hear <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's a very Mormon thing to me because my mom's obsessed with it. It's a freeze freeze dryer. Is that right? Oh yeah, you were telling me about this, the freeze dryers. Girl, she is, and they even have a name for it. I think it's called Freddy. Freddy the freeze dryer. I think so. And so, and it took me a while to figure that out. They're like, oh, Freddy, go check on Freddy. I'm like, what the fuck is Freddy? Who the fuck is Freddy? What? And then. Uh, yeah, she. Every time I go over there, she's got something else in the in the racks, oh and it, she's obsessed with like checking it. And when she's not <laughs> there, she makes my little sister check it, and like <laughs> like, and it's all it has to do with like food storage too. So it's just it's. <laughs> I'm like retirement's going well oh, for you, mom. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Speaking of naming appliances this has nothing to do with anything other than that <laughs> my aunt has like a, a Roomba its name oh. is Dustbin Bieber <laughs> Dustin Bieber <laughs> <laughs> and so I he'll like it. start up and she'll be like Dustbin stop it Dustbin, Dustbin Bieber. Bieber I didn't sell you just clean yet <laughs> so funny like a robot is not going to respond to you. I'm sorry, he's not. <laughs> the minute it does, that's when we should probably be worried. So Right? Oh my god. Anyway, sorry, that was a random <laughs> no. Girl, don't be we started this thing with cloacas. So <laughs> I think Girl. it can only go up from here. Um <laughs> oh. <sighs> All right. Uh, he says religious communities can be protectors of religious freedom and create refuge for anyone who desires to worship Christ, regardless of orientation. Conversely, those within the LGBTQ plus community should seek to build bridges with people of faith and demonstrate respect. Both sides should model respect, understanding, compassion they receive, hope to receive. None of us can fight hate with hate, which this is what pisses me off. Charlie Bird, I love you, but well, yeah, I love you, but <laughs> that's the whole. Th- it's it feels like Stockholm syndrome a little bit, like a little bit of like this, like yeah. I have to um, make them comfortable. Yes, I, I was to, just gonna say, why is it why is it LGBTQ people's job to reach across to those who have harmed them? Yeah, and like, like I'm gonna, I have to go to my abuser and tell them like, hey. <laughs> it's okay, I love you. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna build a bridge. Like I am very much a proponent of do not end on peace. <laughs> you do not have to be friends at the end of the day. Forgiveness yeah. is not required. Yeah. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to that vengeful wrath. No. <laughs> that will give you cancer. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think that it's necessarily right that if somebody has hurt you that you have to then go out of your way to make sure that they're okay in the situation like you can completely cut ties with that person and you do not need to like ever look back ever yeah and that's um i was actually just thinking about this (laughs) because of 
um, personal reasons, but um, the <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time, like, and that is the Mormon mentality, though, is that we have to always let the we have to be the ones to make amends and forgive mm-hmm. and the you know, and that's that's the conditioning they've given us. The turn the other cheek thing, which I don't mm-hmm. think ever meant somebody that was. To take advantage of you and to yeah, it was more so. Do not rise to the occasion of mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. I mean that's just my interpretation of it. But no, I I agree. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't. That's where I have an like a strong opinion is that I I don't see, and I like what you said that you sh- we shouldn't we you don't we don't have to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You can. Agree to just like in what I in an ideal world to me is that they can go and do their religious thing. Just leave me the fuck alone. You yeah. know, don't yeah. don't be trying to push your ideologies on me. And yeah. I, they they sit here and say that we're doing that to them, but we're not yeah. like the, you no. are not knocking on their door telling them how great it is to be gay. No. So you are not finding them. You're not getting their address from family members and stalking yeah. them and no it's not the yeah. same it's not the same thing nope uh he says i have tried however imperfectly to model this in my own interactions with desert book as someone who has published with desert book i knew once my engagement was announced my publisher would be in a difficult position and likely receive pressure to discontinue my books with desert mm-hmm. book he pulled Talk his about. own books didn't he did he i think so uh, given the current social climate, the both options, either keeping them on the shelves or removing them, could lead to a negative public response. Some suggested I fight the issue or stage a protest. But I'm tired of seeing defensiveness, anger, and animosity play out between people of faith and LGBTQ plus individuals. I just, okay. The, the an- animosity is not, it's not unwarranted. Like, the times I get called a degenerate on on the social yeah, degenerate, the I've been called the f word, the, oh, the f slur. Like I've been called so many horrible things, and I'm sitting here just like telling them, "Hey, don't talk to us like that, and don't be don't be a asshole. Just let us do our thing." You know, like that is literally. I keep it at that. I don't call people names. I don't do you know. And I'm not saying like everybody mm-hmm. is that way. Like I've made it a point not to to uh, like you've said, like don't don't talk about their don't, appearance, don't talk about yeah. their you know, and don't call them names. Do that kind of I stuff. I mean, you so, can talk to me about that, and we can laugh oh, about yeah. somebody looking yeah. like a thumb, but yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, just funny, but <laughs> there is this one like he looks like he's twelve, and he says the most like the stupidest things, but they're also just like, he's so, you could tell he's just so angry. And I'm just like, why the fuck are you so mad? And also, yeah, what are white men so angry about? Like, I just want to know what they're so angry about young white men. Like, can you just sit down, have a glass of water and just like chill for a second? Like your life's pretty fucking sweet. Just simmer. Your rights aren't being taken away. Like yeah. you're pretty much the creme de creme de la creme in America. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> calm, calm down. Uh, anyway, uh, instead I met with the president of Desert Book and requested that my books, 
he has a memoir about being gay in the church and a guide for members who want to be better allies. Uh, he requested that um, the books be removed from the company's catalog. It was a difficult decision, but I wanted to show there is a better way. So he did remove them. Okay. Yeah. I must have missed that paragraph. <laughs> anyway, uh, Desert Book met my request with understanding and love and went above and beyond my expectations by giving me the publishing rights to my memoir. And they offered to give me the inventory they had on hand. Oh, I wow. Be- that's huge. That is huge. So he can still get the, the money from it. And, uh, yeah, because normally when a publishing house has your publishing rights, you don't you don't own your own book anymore. Oh. You get like a – like it's really sad. I know one friend that wrote a book, she gets like four cents per copy every time the publisher sells a hard copy of her book. Wow. Yeah. It's better if, if you buy paperback for some reason for her. She oh, makes really? like $4, yeah. But anytime they sell a hardback. That would make sense because it's – So much more expensive. So much more to, expensive to produce yeah. a hardcover. And so they need to get the money they can from that. And then, yeah, okay. It makes sense, but that sucks. Yeah, it's it's top, like and, – and her publisher, her publisher owns her book. She doesn't mm. – she doesn't claim it like it has her name on it but that's it it's not her book anymore she sold well, it to the publisher she essentially becomes a brand for them right yeah, isn't that exactly. like an author becomes a brand that they can just they can sell and they can do they they basically own the rights to her ideas <laughs> yeah and that's why there's been such an influx of independent publishing because authors want to own their own work yeah Sorry, this is a really strange. <laughs> I'm just putting my work hat on for a second. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, cloacas. We fine. We're good. Um, <laughs> also, if you guys haven't followed Dusty's bookstagram, you got to plug that again. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's at a Dusty Bookshelf. <laughs> it's and fun over there. If you like job. books, it's really fun. Yeah. I like to read books. She always um, tells me about. Um, arcs that she's reading she's like um maybe don't read this one or i'm obsessed (laughs) i finished zero days by ruth Ware, which comes out on the 20th i i won't say nothing other than (laughs) so good (laughs) i I need to read her oh i love her anyway we can talk offline on that okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) i want to ask you which book to start with with her i guess you can tell me on this it girl or the cap the woman in cabin 10 Okay, I actually have that book. I just oh, haven't yeah. read it. <laughs> read it. It's good. Okay. Yeah, the woman in Cabin Ten was. Like, I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I- also, I've been focusing on reading uh, since um, more queer books, um, mm-hmm. and I just finished The Gunkle by Steve Rowley. So cry? cute. Yeah, of course. Um, it's a very it's funny but it's also it's there's this underlying plot about grief and loss and it's handled so beautifully and i've um the thing is like i've been reading these i've been trying to read these books more because i mostly because like when i was like a kid and also growing up like coming out like this was not this literature wasn't just there it was very taboo It was, like, hidden somewhere in certain stores. Yeah. You didn't... And it definitely wasn't as much as there is now. Like, it just... Mm -hmm. 
there's a huge influx of it and I love it. I'm here for it. I would say once a week I get an email about either a queer author or a storyline with queer characters. Whereas a few years ago there was never. And yeah, I would say at least once a week I get an email. Oh, I love it. Love to see it. Um, we're almost we're almost to the end of the. All right, Desiree book. Uh, yeah, they made his request. Blah, blah, da, 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 da. Sorry, I could remember where I was. Um, hi, this is a. Uh... Oh, I believe the way Desiree Desiree book responded reflects their desire to also avoid contention. I feel comforted knowing I can personally continue distributing distributing my books through other channels. I feel at peace with my past as I move toward my future. But, <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't it know. It was a smart I, move on their part because they... It was. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was very... Um, He's yeah. giving them credit they don't deserve. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because they're, they're not in it for that. They, they didn't want to... It was like... Oh, you're a hot, you're a, you are, um, it makes them look good, but at the same time, they're just like, Ooh, we don't want to touch that anymore. Yeah. Basically. Get it out of here. Yeah. Yeah. When really they could have been like, we're not actually church affiliated. We're just a church. St- we're church affiliated, but we're not, I don't know. They could have spun it differently and just been like, mm-hmm. and honestly, they probably would have sold more with the controversy of it and been like, they probably would have. Yeah. So, I think they would have pulled it. Honestly, if he hadn't approached them, I think they would have pulled it off the shelves. Oh, yeah. Girl, when I worked there, they were um they pulled off Harry Potter. There was also the Twilight stuff that they was always the people always saying like we need to pull that off the shelves. Um and it was always like the we've talked about this before, like the sexuality section was like very minimal, but it also was like in the back of the store, and it's like when you hand it to the cashier, you're just like, <laughs> you know, you like hide yeah. it under a pile of books. Like they're not <laughs> so gonna the, see it when they scan it. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Like my work at BYU, the political and social challenges we face are monumental, but unite unity can be achieved, and no effort is wasted. We can replace criticism with empathy. Even individuals with opposing points of view can find common ground. I mean, that would be a beautiful world, too. Like, honestly, it, <laughs> um, and I, I think I'm, I think for a long time I thought the same way he did. He is. And uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm torn because I'm like, yeah, you go, you know, fight that fight because that's, that is a fight. Even though you're saying like, let's do, let's find unity. It is a fight because you're going to run into mm-hmm. people that are be like, no, you should not. Like if you, I guarantee he's read the comments on his in- engagement and like all, all that stuff. And like that, that sucks. Like I just, it does, yeah. you are. like I, to have people that, or of your faith saying, no, you're wrong. You're, you need to be excommunicated. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I don't know. I, there, like I said, there needs to be a point where it's like, no boundary. <laughs> I'm, I got to put up a boundary here because you know what? Like, yes, I have my faith, but I'm going to, um, I, you cannot treat me this way. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
Like it's all yeah. yeah, it's sunshine and roses when you think, oh yeah, we can build bridges and have unity, but it can't just be from. It's not us. reality though. Yeah. LGBTQ yeah. community. There needs to be a hand being reached out from the other side, and I'm think that the church would ever care to do that. They're not with their hundred billion dollars. Don't give a fuck. No, because yeah, it doesn't matter to them. <laughs> it's yeah. No. Um, no. But it, like we talked about last time about the gay straight alliances, like Mormons building bridges. There is stuff happening, but they're so small that it's not mm-hmm. like yeah. I guess they're making differences like in their pockets, but they're not like the push that he's trying to get is trying is trying to be the the overall he says he's not trying to get doctrinal changes that's probably true to a point i would argue that he is because like yeah. he is trying well, he's to, gonna if he doesn't want to be excommunicated then he's going to be wanting policy changes or doctrinal changes like you can say that he oh i don't want anything to change well yeah you do then if you want to stay in the church like yeah exactly you can't you literally cannot have both. No, because you can go to church when you're excommunicated, but you have to, like, what, sit in the back of the building and not participate, and you can't yeah. give prayers, and, yeah. like, so you're just going to sit there and just be, like, ostracized from your own ward? Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't want that. So what you do want is either policy to change or to be treated specially. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he can't be, like we said before, he can't, The it's got a, this is going to be an, like a huge, like huge pivotal change, you know, if he does it, but I don't see them. I, I, no. My it's prediction a huge is corporation. They're not going to change for one person because at the end of the day, yeah. they don't care about him. They really don't. Yeah. They That's, made money off of him as an author. They've, he's, you know. He's put out to pasture now. They'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Oh, and uh, now David Archuleta is out of the church too, so they're mm-hmm. they don't have him to be their uh, gay Mormon <laughs> base anymore. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in order to preserve our relationships, our communities, and our republic, we must reinvest in the principles that unite us: peace, compromise. And a more perfect union. Like how he put that in there, because that's like a an American yeah. thing. Uh, we cannot just settle for legal protections alone. We have to protect each other as well. It's a lovely thought. It's really yeah. lovely. It sounds nice. But... And it's I I wish that that's how it was. But you look at these gun-toting white supremacists that want to murder gay people, and you're like, mm. they don't care. Yeah. They're not gonna. There's no unity to be had with these people. No. And frankly, like the way Wouldn't they walked to me, I don't want anyway. to hang out with them anyway. Yeah. I don't. And I'm tired. I am so sick and tired of people using religion to veil their hatred and mm-hmm. to mask what they actually feel because it all it is is just a tool, a vehicle that they're using to oppress people. And that's mm-hmm. and um, just come out I, and say it. Just come out and say that you hate gay people, that you hate black people. Girl, I've been saying that on like, the couch 
Like right? people, people be, they're talking around stuff a little bit because Mormons like to do like they don't want to hurt. Yeah, the circle wanna, talking. Yeah. yeah, they don't want to hurt feelings. And so I'm like, just say what you fucking mean. There was mm-hmm. one that like, oh, and then on this page apparently now you can post as an anonymous member, mm-hmm. like anonymously. I didn't know you could do that, but um, which I, some of the posts I'm like, yeah, you, I'm glad you did that anonymously because you're probably gonna. <laughs> I refuse to do it because I don't see. I'm not. I'm never ever gonna say anything that I'm ashamed of. You know, like, eh. but right, yeah. Maybe that's stupid of me, but I also um. There was one that was like they said, "Can we just get back to? Can we not talk about whatever is going on? We just need to get back to talking about." this other stuff not whatever's going on like you never this person never referred to actually like let's stop talking about drag shows and the pride event happening let's just get back to you know talking about rexburg and um and so i said say what you mean tell me what yeah. you're talking about like you're yeah. posting anonymously you're talking like you're in these like weird coded things we all know what you're talking about say it yeah, especially if you're chest. anonymous, like just say what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it Ugh. drives me crazy when the veiled racism and the veiled bigotry and like just come out and say, we all know you're a racist, so just say yeah. what you mean say to say. It. Just say it. Stop running around in circles. We're not stupid. Yeah, but if you're ashamed of what you're gonna say, then there's a problem, and maybe you should look at what you're saying. Yeah. If you need to post it anonymously, then maybe there's maybe there is some sort of conscience inside of you saying like, hey, this isn't a shitty thing to say. Yeah. 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 And also being anonymous doesn't just give you the it shouldn't give you the freedom just to say whatever the fuck you want, Mm because it still gets out there. It hurts people's feelings. It's hate speech. It shouldn't. And that's what I get so pissed off because people are always like, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And I'm like, you don't even know what your own laws say. I know more about your own laws about freedom of speech than you do. And it's that you can't, you can speak to a point and mm-hmm. the government can't impede you, but you, there's still laws against hate speech. There's still laws against inciting rage right. and violence. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't just say whatever the fuck you want. Freedom yeah. of speech means freedom you're protected. To yeah. be able to speak, but you can't say whatever the fuck you want. And people, I get into arguments with people, and I'm like, "Have you never read a law like a law in your life? Like, yeah. <laughs> go look it up. It drives me crazy." Freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences of what you exactly. say. Exactly. Yes, you can um, say whatever you want, but you are not free. If you are writing some hate speech on Facebook, there are consequences, and people will come yeah. for you. Exactly. You're signing up for that, like. <laughs> Um, well, I will let you know. Augie's yeah, let me know, know how pride goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, we gotta go. We gotta get, <laughs> we get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You've been talking. I've had too enough, long. sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. That was. That's, yeah. uh Thank you for, for listening to me rant about my the social and also the continuing social. to talk to me after I talked about cloacas. See, I had to drop it. In. I had to drop it at the end too. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna end up eating an omelet tomorrow now because I'll be like, mm, mm. bum holes. <laughs> <laughs> just wash the egg really good. <laughs> yeah, I just unlock a new, uh, new, uh, what is it? Like a new, not anxiety, but like a new, um, 
No. Take for you. Good. <laughs> I think I'm good. New cake. <laughs> new cake. <laughs> That's what I heard. I was like, Did I unlock the new cake for you? <laughs>